Hello, everybody. Happy Friday, August 18th. We are in the middle of August. This month is flying by. And today, we have a special, special, special episode. I know Laverne Spicer since, God, I think I know her four years. I met her on her 2020 campaign trail. And I saw her doing amazing things for the Republican Party. It's very rare that you see a black Republican woman with actual bravery to the level of Laverne Spicer. She is not, you know, a lot of black Republicans get accused of being people who are anti-black. That's an attack, number one, it's fake for every black Republican. These are people who literally are the same as any other black person. They just don't believe in the Democrat Party. But for that reason, they are deemed as racist. They are deemed as horrible words that I can't even say. But I saw Laverne, and I did not see her getting hit with those attacks to that level. Because they don't really stick to Laverne, because she runs one of the biggest food banks in South Florida that feeds thousands and thousands and thousands of people every week, every week. So when they call Laverne anti-black, it just doesn't really stick. So I met Laverne in 2020, got to know her, worked with her on her 2022 campaign a little bit, and I'm telling you, she's one of the most fabulous people that I've ever worked with. I want you, you're going to listen to this interview with her, and I hope you're going to go down in the link below and donate to Laverne if you're on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, go to, you can go to my Twitter, Joey Manorino US, and the video link of this podcast is in there, and you will see the donation link for Laverne Spicer, one of the most fabulous candidates running, and she's running again. She's running for Florida's 24th district against Federica Wilson, and we have the fabulous Ruben Young. He is running in the 25th district against Debbie Wasserman Schultz. These are two people that you've just got to hear. And before we talk to them, I want to remind you, if you are a conservative or if you're one of my liberal trolls, we're living in dangerous times. We're living in a time where people are killing people in the streets. They're killing people for political affiliation. They're killing people for every reason imaginable. And you've got to stay safe. You've got to keep yourself safe. You can't even walk from your grocery store to your car without having to worry that somebody's going to come up on you. And that's why you got to stay strapped up. you got to stay strapped up. And not in the way that Justin Trudeau stays strapped up with a dildo. No, you've got to stay strapped up with protection. And I'm talking about a firearm. I walk around my, myself personally with a semi-automatic pistol. And very recently, I found out about Vanish holsters because it's hard and you know exactly what i'm talking about you don't want to keep the gun especially if you've got love handles let's just be real you don't want to keep the gun in your side because it digs into your side so i found this holster it's vanish vnsh.com forward slash joey you buy the holster is one of the most comfortable holsters you're ever going to find you're going to love this holster you can fit two magazines in the holster with you so if it goes down, you got what you need to take on your threat. Go get the holster. $40 off for supporters of this show. $40 off. If it's compatible with your gun, you should really try it. You're not going to find a holster like this. VNSH.com 
forward slash Joey. Let me know what you think. And now, sitting on this sofa behind me in a minute, we got to bring them in. Laverne Spicer, Ruben Young. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Everybody, I am here today with two of the biggest names in conservative politics in South Florida. I'm joined by Ruben Young. He's a candidate for Florida's 25th Congressional District running against Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who everybody knows Debbie Wasserman Schultz. She's just about the worst in Congress. She's been there for too long and hasn't done anything good. And I have with me Laverne Spicer, who is a legend on Twitter. She is probably one of the most vocal people out there. She does not bite her tongue off for anything. This woman has triggered more white liberals than anybody on the planet. And she's running for Congress in Florida's 24th Congressional District, which also happens to be where we live, where we are right now. So Laverne, Ruben, welcome. And we have so much to talk about. Laverne, I want to start with you. You decided in 2020 that you were going to put your life in a whole new perspective and run for Congress. You have served this community in a different way for 20 years. What made you decide to go from running South Florida as one of the largest food banks in South Florida to running for Congress? Well, it was a lot that took place, Joey, and thank you for having us on today. Of course, yeah. Uh, one of the reasons why was because, um, like you said, I operate a food bank, and daily I see people that come through that are struggling, you know, having a really hard time putting means together to be able to eat, you know, trying to pay their rent trying to see how they're going to take care of their kids and really struggling. People are really, were really struggling. And uh, they always vote for the same people that never helped them in the first place, which I could never understand. But when these people have town halls or when they see them, they never talk about their problems they are having with their elected official and how can that person help them it's always hey i'm so glad to see you and all of that but that's not why they're in that chair that's not why that particular individual voted for that particular elected elected official so and a lot of times with elected officials they become celebrities mm -hmm. you know and once they become celebrities they have their own agenda Nothing for their district, nothing for their constituents. It's like you go on the back burner, mm -hmm. and it's all about what I can get for me. Right, that's I mean, their yeah. attitude. Frederica Wilson, that's who you're running against. She's been there what about ten years or more? Yes, about now? ten years. And she goes yeah. out every year at the festival, the Jazz in the Gardens, gets a big applause. Everybody gives her all these accolades. She's known and celebrated here, but. 
there's about 800 people every week in your food bank line um, that more. she's supposed to be taking care of. Um, more. You know, like I said, everybody's a celebrity and they forget about those people that voted for them and how they can help their district in the first place and take care of the people needs so that the people don't have to struggle the way that they do. Yeah, exactly. And Ruben, you see the same thing in your district, right? Always. I, I, you know, one thing I, you know, this be, being in politics or being in this position, it's not about a, being a celebrity. Right. It's about serving the people. This is what I, this is why I put my life uh, on the front line, George. Right. Because I see the, how, because I work and I help Curry House as much as I can. And I'm committed to the same cause that the Burns committed. We see the people day in and day out. These yeah. are the same people that people like David Wasserman Schultz uh, and from Dicker Wilson, they forget about. They forget mm -hmm. about them. And you say, well, Lord, what can I do to make people lives better? What can I do to improve the lives of those that are struggling each and every day? Uh, government's supposed to be closer to the people. This is why right. these congressional representatives are, are put forth. They're supposed to be there representing the people. But, but you see that they remove themselves and they let city governments handle their responsibility, their role. They let county government handle their responsibility mm -hmm. and their role. So uh, I'm in this thing because I'm not trying to make any money. I'm always, I've always been a grassroots person. I've always been there talking to the people, finding what their concerns are. So, you know, just like Laverne, and God knows I, I, I want to see her in Congress because I know her heart. I get a chance to speak with her each and every day. I know how she thinks. And she's always talking about how she want to do more. Right. And this is the same thing about me. I want to, how do I do more? And I think that the more that I do, the better life will be because I'm in it to win it. I'm committed to this call, not because of anybody's money. You can't give me money to sell people. I would never sell people out for a dollar because right. that's only temporal joy. It's true. And now, when's the last time you guys have seen Debbie or Frederica in the streets helping people? When? I've never seen her. Have you, Laverne? No. I've never seen Debbie uh, anywhere. You know, actually, Debbie been in Congress too long. You know, Florida mm -hmm. has what they call a 1992 term limit amendment, mm -hmm. and that's an amendment to our state constitution. But she's been given a pass because nobody will will enforce that right that amendment. And I think the same thing goes along with Frederica Wilson. You know, we, we have to be smarter, we have to be wiser, and right. we have to attack these individuals based on the letter of the law that they that they supposed to be upholding yeah. according to the oath. Well, they swear an oath. They swear an oath, and then they fail to uphold it. And the worst part about it all is they lie. They oh sit there, right. and they lie. Yes. And I don't think anybody lies more than Joe Biden. He's about the worst one. They say Bidenomics. That's right. the new term, Bidenomics. Well, here's the deal. Credit card debt for the first time in our country is over $1 trillion. $1 trillion. That's a, that's a number most people can't comprehend, and that's just credit card debt. Car payments are at record highs. Loans are being extended out 84 months for people to pay back, and they are still defaulting. And forget about home ownership. Mortgage rates are at 8% and rising. So they say that black America loves Joe Biden, and black America loves Bidenomics because black America is being uplifted by Bidenomics. Now, you guys are both black. Oh, okay. Yeah. Every day. You work in the black community. Most of the people at the food bank are black. All day, every day. What do they think of Bidenomics? 
Well, you just said that, you know, a lot of black people have always been a slave to the Democratic Party because that's just the way we were born. That's just the way we were raised to believe that the Democrats have our, our best interests at heart. And what we, I mean, what I'm hearing on the news, Biden is doing a great job. The country is at an all-time high for jobs, for hiring people, living a great life. And that's just not true. Right. We know that's a straight-up lie. Always uh, lie. And pe I feel like people are in a wor worse predicament because right there shows that they have, they're digging themselves into debt. And sometimes once you get into that type of debt, you may never recover from it. Yeah, how can you recover? I mean, people are burying themselves in interest. This whole country is run off of interest right now. And I don't understand how Joe Biden, he's a very stupid man. Because why would he put his name on it? From a marketing perspective, if you want to get reelected and the economy looks like that, you're not going to talk about, oh, I love Bidenomics. This is an economic mess. And I think all people are being affected by it. It's not even a color thing. True. It is an American thing. We're all getting destroyed. That's why I partnered with Goldco. They're one of the largest precious metals companies in America. And they've helped people like us place over $2 billion in gold and silver. And if you're listening right now, anybody that's listening can go to goldco.com slash joey or call 855-339-6446 and learn how you can get up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last because we can't count on cash right now. No, we can't. We can't count. The cash is dangerous. The dollar is devalued. I mean, Ruben, you know, you know all about the dollar and the BRICS nations trying to start a whole new currency so they don't have to trade in dollar. Why isn't Joe Biden addressing it? Is he in on it, or is he just stupid? What's well, he, the deal? What, what you expect from what What you expect from a man who once said that he didn't want his child sitting next to a black child in school? Yeah. I mean, this is the type of mindset Joe Biden has have done so much damage, uh, and to me, he's not the president of the United States because if you look at the Twelfth Amendment and you look at the Electoral Vote Count Act. That process was not followed. It was followed with President Trump, but it was not followed Joe Biden. And Joe Biden knows the truth. Right. The Democratic Party knows the truth. They know Joe Biden did not win according to the Constitution. Right. And we should not be here playing games with a man that we see taking us down the wrong pathway. He's trying to literally, literally destroy this country, and we're sitting here each and every day allowing that to take place. And I think it's now time, Joe. It's now time for us to rise up more so and stay with America first all the way. But here's the question. How do we rise up in a way that they're not going to just lock us all up? Because January 6th, people went, they marched in Washington, and they're rotting in jail. And they had a constitutional right. Of course the they had a right. gave them that right. Of course they had a right. You, you have a right to air your grievances. Yeah, they and went they and they doing. spoke out against what they saw. They did not like the way the election was handled. They went and they expressed their opinion. Now... Some of it got a little out of hand. Nobody really knows if that was us or if that was plants. I think Those I have my opinion. Those was agents. I, I'm with you. Let me see it. I but think it was planted. It was planted. I don't, I don't no believe for one. There's no way you go to the White House with all that security they have and get in like that. Well, Come because on, here's the story. We don't ever do violence. The Republican Party is not a violent party. Never. Every protest that we do, and we protest quite a bit, 
we don't go violent. That's the only time in history that anything ever got violent from our side. So what's the story there? Well, the story is that they're trying to they're trying to market something that's not true, right? Yep. Yes. They know that that January sixth never took place. But if you read what a real insurrection is, a real insurrection is when you successfully oh, overthrow a dictator dictator form of government. President Trump was the president. January 6th, right? Yeah, he was. He did not leave that office until when? January the 20th. So he had every right, as the, the top law enforcer of our nation, he had every right to point out some problem that we was having with our election. Because it's his job to enforce our law. Right. They try to say this, it's the Attorney General. No, the Attorney General Act was created to assist the President in doing his job. Right. So, But he was the person that identified what laws that we need to enforce in this country. Exactly. That's what his role was. 100%. 100%. So how are you going to come back now, Joy, and charge him for a January 6th event that never took place? Because he was not overthrown, and he was still there in office until he vacated unlawfully because they overthrew the president. Exactly. And on that, we'll be right back. All right, everybody. I'm still here with Laverne Spicer and Ruben Young, they are actually going to be starting a podcast of their own very soon, these two right here. It's going to be called Hood Conservative. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because a lot of people on uh, Twitter have started a rumor, a really funny, crazy rumor, that I, me, am actually Laverne Spicer. And I'm Ruben Young. Okay. And I'm myself. Wow. And I'm Ida. On Twitter, I'm a I'm I'm like twenty people. Wow! So you see me sitting here, you see Laverne sitting here, you see Ruben sitting here. We are three different people, and we don't look very much alike either. I think we all are three different people. You can't accuse us of being clones of one another. No, no. So I think what we should do, since you're running, everybody sees your opinions. Everybody sees what you say and what you think about what's going on now. But I don't think a lot of people know where you came from in your life. Can you give people a background on who you are, who Laverne Spicer really is? Sure. I can tell you I was born and raised in North Carolina um, with a mother and a father, very caring parents. Um, my grandparents were very involved in my life. I am a black American. I'm not Haitian. Or uh, anything else I've seen in the comments since you all are saying I'm Haitian. No, my parents are black American. And if anything, most people that are born in North Carolina have some type of Indian background. So I would say, yeah, we have Indian, black and Indians in our family. Yes, we do. Um, I grew up. I followed my dreams. And I um, moved to Miami as a young person. Started going to beauty school, met my mentor, Curly King, who uh, who I worked with for many years. I worked with her for many years up until her demise. So after she passed, I continued operating the business. And yes, I seen the comments about the beauty salon. Let me tell you something. Blessed is the person that's bold enough to follow their dreams and not allow other people to dictate their life to them. I have never been a follower. Never been a follower. I could care less about having friends. I'm not sitting around trying to make friends. I'm not sitting around trying to kiss nobody ass. Because that's never been a part of my genetics nor my personality. 
And uh, like I said, after Curly died, and one thing about the beauty cultural, so many people are involved in the cosmetology business, whether you're an esthetician, whether you're a barber, or whatever your role is. And so that that particular professional has helped so many people to achieve their American dreams right here in this country. As a matter of fact, the first black woman that was a millionaire was a cosmetologist as well. Wow. And that's Madam C.J. Walker. Go wow. and look that up. Yeah. That's Madam C.J. Walker. I heard of her. And she was a neighbor. Her neighbor was the Rockefellers. Okay? So when really? you want to look down on somebody because of the work they do, look at where are you doing? Look at where are you giving back to your community? How are you helping people? What are you involved in? Because when you point that finger right there, it's always four of your fingers pointing back at you. So like I said, when Curly died, I started the food bank because it was all about her legacy. And I saw that people in the neighborhood was eating out of the trash can. So I, I began, I did the 501, started the operation, got the food, started giving it out to people. But we just didn't start there. We have did so many huge events in Miami back in the day when nobody was doing it. Nobody was really feeding people other than two other very large organizations when I started Curly's House. So now everybody is feeding people. So not only do we feed people, we also go to the senior buildings. We take them food, clothing, personal care items. We spend time with them. We get to know them. We bring doctors to the buildings to talk to them about their health, their medication, so that they can be informed about their medications and know which ones they should be taking from what they should not be taking. So I'm very involved. And um, we also, we help train people. We teach them skills. We work with people that were getting out of prison, people that was coming from South Florida workforce. We train them also. So like I said, for many years, I've been involved with the community, giving back. And one thing about my program is that we don't give people expired food. We don't mm -hmm. give them rotten vegetables. We buy our food. And we give them fresh vegetables. We introduce them to a lot of vegetables that they may not be familiar with. Some of them may not know about dragon fruit or passion fruit, uh, bok choy, uh, butternut squash. So we talk to them about that stuff. We teach them how to cook it. We make sure that they are informed as to everything that's taking place in the community mm -hmm. so i'm very connected there yeah I mean, and I've that's one it. thing i'm very proud of it's easy to you know make a comment that's negative based on your political thoughts or views but if you're not helping people because every month we provide food for at least over several thousand families and like i said that's been going on for the last 20 plus years so put those numbers together when you get ready to do your mathematics. And God said when you're feeding me and you're clothing me, 
The least you do unto me, you do unto them. That's in Matthew. When you're feeding me, you're feeding them. When you're clothing me, you're clothing them. And that's what it is. It's a ministry about giving back and about helping people to survive. We help a lot of mothers that have like six and seven babies that they're trying to take care of. We also give out pampers, baby clothing, and whatever we have. Mm -hmm. We are there to help people make it through. Without my program, I know that many people would have perished and starved to death. But not only do we encourage them uh, with food, we also encourage them spiritually. Mm -hmm. No, 100%. I mean, I've seen your program. I've been there a few times and watched the line outside and how you go through that line and how some people will be there hours and hours waiting and they live, a lot of them, at the bus stop across the street. Yeah, some and of it's so sad to see because if they had resources, you see, we have money for Ukraine. Oh, eight, we what, have 18 money. billion, 17 oh, billion? $150 billion. Yeah. $150 billion to Ukraine. But nothing for these programs But then you here. see people in this country, veterans, homeless, that fought for the country. I mean... Ruben, you were you, you're a veteran yourself. Yes, I served. And you said that you you yourself had struggled with homelessness for a while. Tell us about that. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna take it to the beginning. Um, I grew up here in um, Homestead, Florida City. I have roots here. Uh, my family uh, came here in uh, 1896, wow. and my uh, family was responsible for signing off on that city charter. And to incorporate the city of Miami. So I have a long-standing history. I have a lot of people. And, you know, and going through my life, I was an honor student. I was someone who, who's always been uh, studious, interested in learning everything I can. You know, I, I tell folks that uh, I'm not the best-looking person in the world. I look like a frog, and I know that. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's what I have up here, the fight that I have up here, because I used to be bullied as a kid, and I learned how to fight back. And now I'm not using these anymore because when I was growing up, you had to be tough. I grew up in the streets. And you had to be tough. You had to be willing to take on anybody twice your size. So I'm proud that now, after going through that transition in my life, ended up in the streets. I lost everything. And you know how I feel. I know a lot of people out there, they, you know how I feel to lose everything where you live on the streets. And I lived in the streets for a period of time. But all that did was now that's, that, that living, that homeless life, is a part of me where it, it, it extends that fight. I fight even harder with the knowledge and all the things I've learned over the years. And you know, notice I know on Twitter, you have a lot of mean comments. A lot of, oh, there's yeah. a lot of mean and nasty people. But I, cho I choose to take the high road because I want America to learn. I want America to feel that same fight when you see me on Twitter going at it because of information I have that you may not have or knowledge I have that you may not have. And you know, and I like to engage people. And a lot of you all, you get responses. Those responses don't come from Joey. They, a lot of those responses, and I can tell you, majority of my responding, because, Joy, you said that the people said that you was me. Yeah. You look way better than I do, Joy. <laughs> Laverne look way better than I do. So, But but it's, it's not by being a celebrity. It's not by being uh, in a beauty contest. It's about getting in there and fighting for America. And this is what you're going to get out of me. You're going to get out of it. You're going to have a person who who's rooted, who's been in, who lived in the streets, know what it feels like to lose. And I don't want to keep losing. I like what Donald Trump said, President Trump. He never lost an election. 
he was overthrown. And you can challenge me all you want on Facebook, but guess what? I'm an independent thinker. I know the truth. You don't. You can't think for me. I read. You can't read for me. So, Joey, that's where I come from. Yeah. I come from the bottom. I started at the bottom. Now I'm here. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's, it's great to see two people that are fighting so hard for their community in this modern time. Because a lot of people in this time have forgotten what it means to fight. A lot of people just stay on Facebook, stay on Twitter, and fight behind the screen. And a lot of people are afraid, Joey. Yeah, they're terrified. We're in a day where people are really terrified, you know, to be to speak their mind because they're afraid that people are going to come after them. Yeah, and they do. And they do. They do. I mean, I read your comments. Yeah. I read your comments. And you and know, I have had some very nasty and I've, comments. And I've lost. You can't take anything from me because I've lost a lot in my life. Right. But the stuff I read, and it's usually white liberals, almost always white liberals, but also a lot of other black people will sit there and call you words that I won't even... Uncle Tom. Yeah. You can sell say, out. Yeah. Well, well, for me, I, don't, I, don't, I really could care less about none of that because my question to them would be, what are you doing for your community? How are you helping people? How are you making an impact on their life? So if you're not doing, if you can't match my grind in my community, don't even dare come for me. Yeah. Because I know I'm saving people's lives. I know what I do to help my community. Yeah, I mean, it, it's beyond me when I watch them, especially you. You feed, you probably fed, I mean, with those numbers, probably close millions to a million and people. Over 20 plus years, too. Over 20 plus years. With 20 plus years, you're talking millions of people. Millions of people. Millions and of how people. dare people can be so blind. And they're blind because, you know, they don't even know what they're saying. That's the worst part. These liberals, we've got trolls out there. They're not real people. They're paid. They're sitting there paid by somebody. I don't know who pays them. They should pay smarter people. They pay some stupid fools. But they come in there and they say, you never did anything. You're, you're Uncle Tom. You hate black people. You hate black people? <laughs> I'm black. You're I'm black. black. I hate black people. I've been black, black 62 myself. years. Yeah. Really? 62 you're years. a white supremacist. You yes. guys. Yes. Well, all three of us, because they say it about me too. So we're sitting here in this space, three white supremacists, two of them are black, <laughs> and one of them is white, and we're all three white. What in the world have we come to when political discussion is that? But that's what happens when they can't argue on fact. Well, they better they stop can. playing. They better stop playing with themselves, because if you look at what goes on in a lot of these different countries and how they punish their people... We don't want America like that. We don't right. want America to where I, I watched in some of the videos, especially in China, when they get ready to uh, harm their people. They put rifles behind their heads yeah. and pull the trigger. And in some other countries, they cut people head off. Yes, now. they do. In some countries, people still being stoned. Still being stoned. They're throwing gays off of buildings in the Middle East. Wow. You know, they're throwing people literally off buildings. Just because they and we are blessed yeah. to be in America. And this is why we must fight for this country. For this country. I don't care what you say about me. I'm in it to win it. It's not about a dollar for me. I know that is a dollar for a lot of different people. And I know a lot of those people, Joy. Oh, yeah. That would, that would sell this country out for money. Joe Biden. Oh, man. Did that, did they I have. Say, did I say they that? They sold this country out. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. I said Joe Biden. Oh, sir. <laughs> Joe Biden gave $150 billion so far to Ukraine. For a $10 million bribe that he got. What kind of return on investment? 
I want that kind of investment. And I give somebody we should not be in. And I get 150000 back. That's the level of exponential that he got. $10 to 150000 except it was $10 million and $150 billion of But Congress never proved that war. And your money. Congress never proved that war. No, it's a fake war. It's a fake war. Now, before we end this show today, I got to ask. You're both running in the state of Florida. President Trump is running for re-election. And Ron DeSantis is running for the presidency. Where are you guys on that race? Trump, DeSantis, or somebody entirely different? I'm a Trumpster. I'm on the Trump train. 195%. President Trump is still the lawful and legal president of the United States. And nobody should be running against President Trump because he was overthrown. And we should be fighting for justice for President Trump in this country. We should be fighting to put President Trump in that seat because he's still the lawful and legal president of the United States, not Joe Biden. The 12th Amendment says it. The Electoral, electoral uh, Count Act says it. 1897, 18, uh, 1887. He's still our president and uh, vice president. Fence, you were wrong. Get wrong. You could have yeah. rejected those unlawful ballots that was not appointed by state legislatures, but you didn't. I heard what you said on TV. I heard what you said. Stop making excuses. Yeah, Pence is You were dead wrong. Yeah, he's a disgrace. Mike Very Pence should so. be ashamed somewhere. Laverne, Trump or DeSantis? Okay, before I answer that question, let me say this. Yeah. For many years of my life, when I started my food bank, I started like really getting politically involved because you cannot have a program and be involved, not involved any type right. of way in pol politics. That just doesn't work like that. So for many years of my life, I was totally loyal, die-hard fighter for the Democrats. Always at their meeting, always listening to their agenda. It just never added up for me. That's why I became a conservative in the first place. Because my values align with the values of the conservative party. Okay? So, with that being said, President Trump... When he spoke and he said, why don't y'all take back your community? Because they're not helping you anyway. That is the reason, and I'm going to say it again, why so many blacks that would have never thought about running for any type of office, but many of them ran for Congress in 2020 because of him and what he said. It was just a ringing bell for us. So... Of course, I do support President Trump because he's a fighter. And I know that the establishment is very much afraid of him. If they was not afraid of that man, they wouldn't keep going after him mm -hmm. with all that BS. There's a bunch of BS that they create to come after him for. Because they know he's the only one that could really get this country back on track. He could get them drag queens agenda, kick to the curve, get them out of the schools with people, babies and kids. And I'm going to tell you something. If you don't have, if you, I know most people from the Carolinas, the country upbringing, we believe in God. We, have, we, we are Christians. And one thing you're not going to like is seeing a boy that thinks he's a girl in the dressing room, in the school, changing his clothes in front of your daughters, okay? Yeah. 
exposing his private parts to your daughters. If you think that's okay, then something is freaking wrong with you. So that's one of the reasons why we need to continue to fight. That's the reason why we need Trump in office, so he can put a stop to that. And that's another reason why you should also vote for me and Ruben Young, because we are willing to fight for you. Joy, can I say something? Absolutely. All right, so I want to say this. This message goes out to the black Democrats. Black Democrats, this is the time to walk away. Just like the Burns said, I was once a Democrat. I was a Democrat for over 30 plus years. And, you know, but I came to myself. Because when you read a lot and you understand the laws and you understand what the United States Constitution say, when you hear a party constantly say that he's breaking the law, but you read it and you see that he's following the law. I'm a Christian man. I believe in God. I cannot have anybody to lead me to a burning pit of hell. That's not where I'm going. And I saw that in the Democratic Party. I was on the Democratic Executive Committee. Now I'm on the Republican Executive You were on the Democratic Executive Committee? I was on the Democratic for four years. What years? Uh, back in 2016. Wow. 2016. Okay. I, was, okay. I, was, I, was, I saw how they never wanted to see blacks in any leadership position in the, in the Democratic yeah. Party. But uh, being a person like me, I ran for county clerk, clerk of the court. First African-American to do that. They cheated me in that election. I ran for Congress last year. They cheated me again. So I took it to court. I won in court. I know that Debbie Wasserman Schultz is not supposed to be in Congress. I'm supposed to be there because she's been violating the terminal amendment that Florida had. But besides that, black Democrat, come to yourself. Don't allow them to continue to give you stuff for free. And you get so dependent on what they're doing. Look at our communities. Our communities are being dragged through the mud because the Democratic Party don't give us any resources. Their goal is not to give us anything. It's to keep us in a, in a posture so when they need us, then they come and get us. That's not how we want to live. That's not how I want to see our communities. I want to see our community flourish just like anybody else's community. So I'm asking you, come back. The Republican Party is the party that Frederick Douglass, and you know him, we talk about him in black history. Frederick Douglass helped to, re to rebuild the Republican Party along with Abraham Lincoln. God put these two men together at an appointed time, but it started in 1792 as the Democratic-Republican Party. One, but the Republican side controlled the party. It split over the election. But we can do better. We can break hold. We can break free. We can come back to ourselves and allow the respect to come back to our community because we are kings and we are queens. Walk away from the Democratic Party. Come back home to the Republican Party and help us make America great again. Absolutely. No, and I thank you both for being here today. It's an important discussion to have. We cannot isolate ourselves from each other. The Democrats have always wanted to split black, white, straight. They've always wanted to split everybody into competing factions so that I'm fighting you and I won't talk to you because you're black. I won't talk to you because you're a woman. I won't talk to this person because they're Chinese. I don't want that kind of a world. I don't think any of us need that kind of a world. We're American people and as conservative Americans, because honestly at this point, I don't even want to unite with the liberals. That's just me. Y'all are running for office. Well, I'm no damn minority, let yeah, me tell you that. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't want to unite with people that hate me. But I want everybody who loves this country of every color, we got to be one. Because we're fighting a globalist power 
that is so much bigger than us, they would kill us all if they could. And some of them don't even stay here. So how they are they running this country and you don't even stay they, here in the first they place? Run, they live in you have people like Soros and, and Kloss. Yeah. They live in how, Switzerland. How do they have so much impact into our pol pol political arena that they are running the Democrats and, you know, just giving them tons of money and they're not even here? Soros is putting hundreds of millions of dollars to destroy this country. Klaus Schwab, even more. Those are two men. They're on top of the world. They're running everything we do. They, they down to the point where they control your DA in your city. They put money into the small races. They put money into the school board races. Hunter's not the only one. They have to protect Hunter because if you take out Hunter, you take out Nancy Pelosi, you take out Chuck Schumer, you take out Bloomberg, you take out John Kerry, you take out Bill Clinton, you take out Hillary Clinton, you take out everybody. Obama. And they're just the puppets. All they are is the puppets. We need to take out the puppet masters. And that's the hard part. Right. It's very hard because we know the names Schwab and Soros. We don't know the names above that. And you better believe there are people above that. Tomorrow, Schwab and Soros could retire and go away. And whoever is really running stuff, that's a name that we don't know. The Bible says that. We're wrestling against flesh and blood. Yeah. The Bible says that, right, LeBron? Yeah. Sure. It sure does. Well, anyway, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having we'll me. We'll definitely on. have you again. And I can't wait to watch you guys' podcast, Hood Conservative. Right yeah. on. Hood Conservative. Watch us. One of the most enlightening conversations I've had in a while. Laverne, Spicer, and Ruben Young. You've got to go and check out their campaigns. The Let's be honest. The Republican National Committee run by Ronna McDaniels. They're not supporting Ruben Young. And they're not supporting Laverne Spicer. These are two people who are going to have to fight to win on their own. Which means they're going to need donations. They can't win it for free. You can't win a campaign without money. We talked about this on Tuesday with Irene Arrendari Jackson. You cannot win a campaign in this country without funding. But the best part about it is that in America, if you like a candidate, you can donate to them. So go to Laverne Spicer's, win red, go to her page. It's on the bottom of the Twitter link. Go. Give her money. Give her 100 bucks. Give her 200 bucks. Give her 300 bucks. Times are hard. Give her five bucks. Doesn't matter. Every dollar adds up. Same with Ruben Young. Go to his WinRed link. And I know they say WinRed is bad. WinRed is not bad. WinRed takes the lowest fees of any of the payment processors. Go to their WinRed. Donate to these people's campaigns. They need the help. Thank you, Ruben. Thank you, Laverne, for coming on. It was an honor. I hope everybody listening enjoyed the show. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. We'll be back as we always are on Tuesday. God bless you. God bless America. God bless everybody. Have a beautiful, beautiful week.